0: Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Building a Second Brain by Tiago Forte. Keep listening to find out why you need to outsource your brain. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non fiction books that I've been reading and doing the reading so you don't have to. This week it is the book Building a Second Brain. This is a book I've actually been talking to a few people about. I shared a couple of people message me recently, actually. Uh, Actually, there was one group, one group Slack channel that I'm on that there was a big conversation about this type of productivity type stuff and then someone else sent me a message on LinkedIn. Hi Mike, nice message about productivity stuff as well. So I've been enjoying having some chats with people about how they organize their brains and get things out of their head and yeah on to something else whatever that thing might be. And then another conversation I was having the other day this book came up out of the blue as well so I feel like it's one of those things where a book not necessarily a brand new book this book I don't know when this book actually came out super semi-recently just comes up in conversation and becomes a little bit of zeitgeist all at the same time so this is one of those books so if you've heard of it too if maybe you've had a conversation about this book recently or about organizing your ideas or getting things out there then clearly this is a good thing you're listening to this podcast episode all right let's get into it shall we so I'm going to share a little bit about the book a little bit about the author and then the three big ideas a little bit about the author Tiago Forte is the founder of Forte Labs, and the question that drives him is, how can humans reach their creative potential? To answer that question, he teaches and writes about new ways for you to thrive in your connected digital world. And over the last decade, he's helped thousands of people build a second brain. It's a trusted place outside your head where you can collect and organize your most important ideas and insights and use them to do your best work. The ultimate goal of building a second brain, though, is to help you lead a more fulfilling life with more ease and less stress. Who doesn't want that? Okay, that is from Tego's website, fortelabs.com. I'll pop a link in the show notes. And then a little bit about the book. How many times have you tried to remember something important and felt it slip through your grasp? How often have you struggled to recall even one useful takeaway from a book or an article you read? And how much time have you wasted looking for a document or file you were pretty sure you saved? If your first thought was, this has happened to me today, then you are not alone. The sheer amount of information flooding our brains every day is overwhelming. Now it's time to acknowledge that we can't just use our head to store everything we need to know and outsource the job of remembering to technology. This is where our second brain comes in. To make effective use of information, we need to package it up and make it accessible for our future self. Building a second brain is a way to cultivate a growing body of knowledge that is uniquely your own, so that when the opportunities arrive, whether that's giving a big presentation, launching a new product, or starting a business or a family, you'll have access to the wisdom you need to make sound decisions and take the most effective action. And that is from buildingasecondbrain.com. Now, quite often I look at websites that go along with books and i'm like oh yeah there's just you know, some stuff there this one i've actually taken heaps of different ideas from and tried different things on here and looked into stuff in the resources in the free content so definitely recommend having a look at this particularly if this is a topic that you are into and are constantly playing and tweaking and testing different formats and technologies etc to help you store your brain and organize your life anyway so that was building a and again link in the show notes now quick side note before we get into the three big ideas completely irrelevant I'm going to tell you anyway I've not spoken to enough people today so you get the pleasure of this I I know I talk quite fast I know I know I try and try and hold myself back sometimes but it's a it's a problem and earlier I filmed a little loom video for a client's team for a workshop that I'm running tomorrow and I was watching back the loom and I thought oh wow I'm wow I'm talking really fast in this one I just, oh, I should probably maybe I should have to re-record it like I'm, I'm really fast then I noticed that for some reason it had defaulted to playing at like 1.5 speed <laughs> I was like oh I can probably just slow that down so, so there we go it was at that moment where I thought oh no that, that really is now a problem turns out it wasn't a problem so it's okay I'm going to carry on talking a bit too fast but not 1.5 speed too fast anyway let's get into the three big ideas about the book building a second brain Big idea number one is empty your head. Our brains aren't designed as storage. They're idea and connection making machines, not hard drives. So with the fire hose of available information that we have on a daily basis, the ones of us who can wrangle this information and find what's useful and then use it when it is useful will have the advantage. I love the idea that your second brain is like packaging up information and sending it to your future self. I just thought that was such a nice way of putting us. The superpowers that Tiago says of having a second brain is being able to make our ideas concrete, revealing new associations between ideas, incubating our ideas over time and sharpening your unique perspectives. So This is not just mindlessly taking notes that you might have done when you're at school or at university or something and just writing all the things down, highlighting everything because it sounds like it's kind of useful or sort of interesting we're no longer taking notes for the test. This is about being a little bit more discerning and thinking in a little bit more of a careful way about what it is that will be useful in the future and distilling that into a a package, like I said, for your future self and storing it in a way that it will be accessible. Now, if this sounds familiar, it might be that you have listened to my episode about the book *Getting Things Done* by David Allen. Another book I really like on productivity, and elements of the method that I use on a fairly regular basis as well. There, there are definitely some overlaps in terms of certainly the methodology or the the the, the reasoning behind this method of getting everything out of your head. Your head not being necessary great for storage and um, it's more around connections and creativity and tiergo actually quite early on in the book references the getting things done method by david allen as well so it's, it's a bit of a build and a slightly different approach to that and one that's a little bit more technology based than the getting things done which tends to be a little bit more hard copy based so it's big idea number one empty your head big idea number two is projects not topics In the organisation section is the para-principle. And I'll talk about the organisation section in the big idea number three. So in the organisation section of the book is this para-principle, P-A-R-A. And this is the idea that you organise not by topic, but by project. So in my current method that I use to curate and capture information that I'm reading, articles links quotes videos podcasts whatever it is i do use topics so i have an asana board with columns for topics like coaching feedback future of work etc which i find then quite useful when i go back i'm working on a project and it's got a feedback element so i go back to all my my feedback column and find my useful links or resources that i might want to send someone however Tiago applies this PARA principle so rather than having a topic you'd have these four other things instead. So PARA stands for projects, areas, resources and archive. Projects is something you're working on right now. This might be a house renovation or a client website renewal that you are doing. So it could be work related, it could be personal related, it could be, it could be anything and this is one of the things I quite like about this is it's very very flexible across all the different elements of your life. So with the projects, this would be, for example, you'd have a client project is, as, the, as the project and you would store anything that you think might be related to that or useful for that project, inspiration or some answers or some research you've been doing in that project folder or sheet or whatever it is you're storing it in rather than sorting things by their topic. The next thing is areas. So areas is things you are committed to. So this could be your pets, cooking, marketing, again, could be relevant to work or to life. And this is something more general, less specific compared to like a project, and probably something that's going to have less of a defined start and end probably to it. The third thing is resources. So again, this is a way of cutting your information. This is a bit more of a catch all of stuff you're just interested in. It's going to be nutrition, interior design, writing a book, something like that. So something you're more interested in and might be something that maybe doesn't have a defined beginning and end, but might become less relevant over time as you're like, oh yeah, I'm less interested in that now or I've done that thing and I'm, yeah, I'm kind of over it. And then finally, we have our archive. So this is where you store or put in the dusty corner anything that's been completed, anything that wasn't finished, anything that's on hold or anything that is cancelled. So it just moves out of the projects, areas or resources is, is is what the archive holds. So this means or this method means that you're keeping things neatly together with their related things. Topics might span and and get lost when you need them so that feedback article that I found two years ago that's still great yeah it's kept in my feedback thing but what if I had tagged it differently and I put it in the coaching column instead if I only went to feedback then I would not, not see that particular article and it'd be lost. Or you'll forget what's in those articles, it's a problem I sometimes have for when you need it or for what you need, when you need it. So having a more of a project approach means that things are kept together and might help you see different connections or different ways of putting things together that maybe you previously wouldn't. So that's big idea number two, projects, not topics. Finally, big idea number three is the code. Code is another four-letter acronym that Diego has for organising or starting to think about what to capture, why it should be captured, and when to capture it. So code stands for capture, organise, distill, and express. So if we dig a little bit more into those, capture is about keeping what resonates. And there's four capture criteria. Does it inspire me? Is it useful? Is it personal? And is it surprising? I think we probably naturally or instinctively would tick a couple of those around. Does it inspire me? Is it useful? I really liked, is it surprising? And I quite often will save things. I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought of that perspective before. And I think even just having that as one of your criteria should maybe nudge you to start looking for different resources, different sources, different places to get information from that might be more surprising if that is one of your key criteria. So it's about finding things, not taking away everything, not not saving whole chapters of books, but taking those little nuggets out that are inspiring, useful, personal and or surprising. So that's the capture stage. That's your kind of the top of the funnel before you start filtering. Next up, you've got organize. So that is where the power principle comes in that I mentioned in Big Idea number two. So you save in projects, areas, resources and archives this is how you organise what you've saved and you're saving for actionability. And this is a really big focus of the book or this method that you're saving for actionability. Where and when are you going to be able to use this in a way that is useful? So you're organising information based on how actionable it is, not what kind of information it is. In D as the, of the code method is to distill, which is to find the essence, slightly more esoteric, I think, <laughs> part of the, the method. I'm this is definitely the bit I'm not as good at I'm quite good if I then share that thing so if I put a post on LinkedIn or I share it with a friend or I put it in my newsletter then I'm pretty good at just sitting there and be like hey I liked this because blah 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 but I'm not very good at doing this for my own benefit for future me to be kind to my future self this is the time travel part, sending packets of knowledge to your future self. And what Diego talks about is progressive summarization. So it's basically putting an exec summary in your notes app or whatever it is you're using to store this information. So you can help rapidly recall the main takeaways from an article or a podcast or whatever it is that you've saved in a in a you know a minute or or less and much less time than it would take to reread the article and be like, oh, why did I save this? What was, what did I find useful about this? What's good about this particular thing? It's, it's, this is the bit that takes the, that extra bit of time and effort, but is also the thing that is going to be most useful to you in the future. And definitely, like I said, the thing I want to and and could and should get better at. And then finally, E is express or show your work. So if you think about how much time we've spent doing all of that COD part this is the point where we get to then share that information with the world or on a project or use it or on social media or whatever it is or a presentation. Now the other element of Express is to make sure that we are making the most of the work we have done and other things as well so for example if you've done a great presentation if you've prepared something for a project some reports or some plans or some slides or something save those and and be able to use those again because this is the stuff that gets lost and we end up recreating things where we really don't need to and we lose all that goodness and all that insight and all that juice that we squeezed out of that first thing it can definitely be squeezed a little bit harder so there's a really interesting point here in that express section around making sure that we are making the most of the work we're doing all of the time and making sure that we're recycling in a way that is sustainable useful and gets the most value out of the work that we are doing So that's big idea number three, the code, which is really how to apply the building a second brain principle. So you capture, organize, distill and express. So we go three big ideas from the book, building a second brain. Big idea number one, empty your head. Big idea number two is projects, not topics. And big idea number three is the code. I would love to know you thought about that, if that has inspired you to organize your things in a different way. It's a really quick read as well. I'd definitely recommend if you're into this kind of thing, if you like to hear different perspectives on organizing your stuff, your thoughts, your information, etc. Well worth picking up and having a look through. It's like I said, easy read, pretty quick. You'll get through it in a few days. I have started putting this into practice and really use this as the catalyst to get back into trying to wrangle notion to work for me because I know that that is one of those types of tools that's going to be just super powerful for creating the best bits of information and holding that as well. And thank you to the person you know who you are if you're listening who introduced me to Readwise which has helped me integrate all my kindle notes into my notion as well and also that conversation was also a big catalyst for me to be like yes okay i need to wrangle notion make that work for me and use it to fully outsource my brain and take all of this to the next level because it's something like i said i'm doing a bit of but could definitely get be getting much more out of as well so that was the other conversation i'd had where with uh, this book came up as well and all those kind of integrations you can do as well to do this really really in a really really smart way That's the book. If you've read it, I'd love to hear from you. If you've implemented anything like this, you can contact me on LinkedIn. I'm Steph Clark over there. Clark with an E on the end, Steph with a PH. If you spell it with an F, I don't want to know about it. And you can also find me on Instagram at Steph's Biz Bookshelf. That's it. Otherwise, until next time, happy reading.